Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. That's me. You are correct. That is you. Everyone in this room is right about who is who. <laughs> yes, this room that we are both in. The podcast room. <laughs> the audio room. The audible space. The spiritual room that we inhabit mm-hmm. together as uh, mm-hmm. married people. We are connected. <laughs> <laughs> Through matrimony and podcasting, yes. <laughs> We hit call on Discord and my heart reaches out and connects with yours. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's uh it's good. It's it's like some care bear shit, you know, like when their tummies mm-hmm. their tummies glow. That's us. Yes, we, when we record this podcast, our tummies glow. They can't say that they don't know that they don't. They don't. I've just been trusting you that yours has been glowing this whole time. And- oh yeah, I've been the same. So Okay. Based on our bond of mutual trust, it must be true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no way that either of us are lying at this moment in time. Absolutely not. How perish the thought, dear listener. <laughs> I sw- every week we get stupider. Oh like- yeah, I am actively functioning on like an eighth of a brain cell. <laughs> like I don't even have the last two that people are making jokes about rubbing together. I literally have a fraction of one. <laughs> Oh, sometimes it be like that. We've also been recording at, like, night a lot lately, as opposed uh-huh. to, like, that. Like, oh, that's Saturday afternoon session. That's, 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 uh, that's, those are the golden podcast hours. But now we got the fucking, the, Yeah, we're somehow the late, weirdly the more night. serious in the middle of the day on a weekend than we are at, like, 7 p.m. my time. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I have only been home from work for, like, 40-ish minutes, like... <laughs> Yeah, I am. I am two hours ahead of you. It is about after nine now. I tried not to fall asleep while waiting I, for you to get home. I am proud of you. We make sacrifices for our art here for you, we dear listener. Sure do. Better fucking appreciate it. Uh, this song's heavy. I feel like we should say that like before we get into it. Yeah, this one is. Uh, I believe Joe phrased it as capital A, capital L a lot. Mm-hmm. Which is true and correct. Yeah, I don't think I ever really thought about it until, like, I looked at the lyrics for this yeah, episode. Yeah, I always knew on, like, a, you know, like, a back-of-your-brain level. There's a word for that. Sure, and the, I think I think this song, to me, we haven't said the name yet, Hum Hallelujah. We're, we're back to, to infinity on high. I always assume that our listeners are more literate than I am and that they have, in fact, read the episode title. It's probably still good to say it. <laughs> uh, give a little bit of context. We are back on the, on the third album. Uh, but like another song on, on this album, it always struck me as kind of like the same place as uh, Bang the Doldrums. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's kind of sad relationship that isn't working out, whatever, whatever. And then like actually reading some of the stuff that's being alluded to, I'm like, this is heavier than I had realized. Yeah, I think it's hard because it has like a similar, not sound, but like tone as Bang the Doldrums. Absolutely. So I think then it like, you're automatically drawing a false equivalency. Mm -hmm. And then you like really dig into it and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, a lot of the songs in this record are um, uh, sonically similar. It's a very cohesive record. I do think that is a strong suit for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my cats just like knocked down an entire piece of furniture in my home. It's Mouse! Fine. 
what was I going to say? Oh, but yeah, I guess like, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think we're going to dig super deep into it, but if you are to look up the lyrics that I have been linking in the description for the past like 10 episodes and mm-hmm. never mention that I do that, like it's, it's uh just like light content warning or I would not even light, just content warning for like suicide and depression. And like substance abuse again, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very intertwined there. I don't know if we're going to dig super into it. Uh, outside of like maybe referencing like oh this this line yeah but it has been said where would you like to start with hum hallelujah good lord um yes that is a good spot to start with hallelujah good lord thank you thank you lord (laughs) uh for pete wins before we tuck in let's all say grace uh-huh. Um, thank you, I, Heavenly God. Father, and the Holy Wind. Jesus, uh, thank you to him as well. Yes. Um, this this song is so dense that like it's I I it guess really just the beginning. Is. I can't really like just jump into the middle of this. How do you are How do you feel about it sonically? Let's start talking about how it sounds. I I dig it. I like the way that like I guess don't hold me to this because we might encounter a song later that I don't feel this way about. But like. To my memory, every song off of uh, Infinity on High, I think, is a bop sonically. Mm-hmm. So, and this one is to me as well. Over and we've done uh, bang, bang the, the doldrums, doldrums. and now think, this. Yeah, there are sixteen tracks on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's not Damn. counting the deluxe edition either. I think maybe it is because I'm looking. Is at, it? I'm looking at number sixteen being. It's hard to say I do when I don't. Um, and I think that's a bonus track. I might be wrong. I have to look. There, many of these songs are like the same. Yeah. Like there, it's like one long song to me a lot of the time. Yeah, it, it's 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 very cohesive record sonically. Um, yeah, it's like this. This ain't a scene. Takeover, doldrums, carpal lawyer, tunnel of love, yeah. and um, you and me or me and you. Those are the only ones where I'm like, I know this song specifically. Yeah, I think those um, afterlife and fame. Are good. This whole record is just kind of good. Oh, Golden. I know Golden because that's. Oh, yeah. Song. Go- Golden's like the one song that sounds that way. So it's easy to remember. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that one. Uh, but this one, yeah, it's, it's, um, I guess there isn't a ton to say. It's like they got that chug tone fucking down mm-hmm. at this point. If you like, you know, this is our third song, you know what to expect, I think, from this, from this record. And, uh, this one interpolates, uh, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Um, which I actually didn't realize that that was like um an incorporation. Oh, really? Was this just like the first context you'd heard that in? Mhm. See, this is full circle. I know it from the movie Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like I mean, I'm aware of that song from Shrek, but I never like <laughs> connected the dots. Is it the first one? I have to look it up now. 
Yeah, it's the first one. I can picture the scene of Shrek in my head where that song plays. Hell yeah. I love that film. Although I would argue that the sequels are all more fun. I think Shrek 2 is is a perfect film. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's literally like an hour and a half of like 80s and 90s pop culture references. Um... (laughs) With some sort of narrative of like, oh, you're beautiful for who you are or some shit underneath it. But I love, oh my god. Also, it has fucking, it has the fucking greatest sequence of any film ever, which is the musical sequence behind holding out for a hero in the back third. Like, yeah, that is, that is, that is the, the evil fairy godmother singing holding out for a hero is the greatest thing that's ever happened. The peak of cinema. Really, it is. When is Shrek 2 going to get a fucking Criterion release? Please. <laughs> Please. I'm adding this to the tweet. Shrek, <laughs> Shrek 2 4K Criterion release win. <laughs> Should I wait for you to tweet before I continue podcasting? No, go, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, but yeah, the the interpolation of, of uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah is... Um, done very well um it feels very much in place like it's kind of like uh you can like you can tell it's shifting to a different thing yeah but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like separate from the rest of it or like Mm -mm. or like it's being stitched in it's all very seamless which i dig yeah and why i didn't even fucking realize that that's what it was (laughs) yeah it's it's honestly it's just the the pacing of the vocal melody that lets you know like Mm -hmm. that's what it is because it's just the word hallelujah repeated at least um, that's interpolated. The full song obviously has a bunch of more worlds about like fucking David played some sort of note and he didn't give a da, shit. Da, 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 that's that's how it goes. That's that scene from Shrek. Just look up. Just watch Shrek. You'll know. Just watch Shrek, please. <laughs> we are a Shrek podcast now. But they yeah, so they do that and then it, when it cho- switches back to the chorus, it's like seamless. It's a well done interpolation. Um, but other than that, like Patrick's vocals are fucking on point. Um, there's a lot of clarity in his delivery too. Mm-hmm. Barring maybe the the word engine. The yeah, I me. think the first. <laughs> I think the first like the first like two lyrics. No, not even the first two. Just like the first one is a little bit rough, and then it clears up beyond that. Because mm-hmm. I definitely have in the past had trouble with that first lyric of like, what is he saying? But now I'm like. This is it. But all the rest of the song, I'm like, no, I fucking actually for real know the words to this. Yeah. Whenever I try, there's some there's some lyrics in here that are really good that I never even like knew. Like the first verse, uh, I guess we're talking about lyrics now. The first verse is kind of, um, I think, talking about the same stuff, like maybe the background uh, that this song could be about with like the chorus. And then the second verse is kind of reactionary in the way that like, this whole record kind of is like we talked about it especially with takeover breaks over but like in in the way that like a lot of songs on this record come to mind when i think of pete talking about his own work like mm-hmm. verse two my, my words are my faith to hell with our good name uh sort of alluding to like them doing what they want to do and and potentially changing uh, a, a remix of your guts your insides x-rayed um writing about what like writing about things that people relate to like the both verses end with the lyric i could write it better than you ever felt it which is like the peak of pete's lyrical narcissism i think it really is and yet i don't hate it i i kind of love it uh because it like i I, and i think it's because like yes 
Pete has written a lot of things that has been like the exact thing that I resonate with. And like, I know that's true for a lot of people. shitty but for me i think this is the one time where pete's narcissism and my narcissism have perfectly lined up to where i'm like yes bitch we are the same in this moment (laughs) our hearts have connected they are intertwined our tummies are both glowing (laughs) (laughs) there's something interesting like not maybe maybe interesting isn't the word but i (laughs) every time i think of this song now i think about how like the phrase uh like he says remix of your guts and how differently that lyric would be interpret like interpreted if it came out in 2019 as opposed to 2007 cuz now the concept of mixing someone guts is a cons- considerably different thing online. Uh-huh. Um, it sure is, Joe. I think that's the end of my thought, but <laughs> we'll leave you to t- 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 your imagination to wander where it may. Uh-huh. Uh your insides x-rayed. And-, and one day we'll get nostalgic for disaster, big mood. And then uh, a lyric that I never caught until now that's extremely good. We're a bull. Your ears are just just a china shop. Yeah. Do you remember that movie where John Cena played a bull? Ferdinand? That sounds right. I, yes. Why wasn't this song in that movie? Why not? Ferdinand (laughs) the bull. Was I right? Yeah. It's like an old cartoon or like an old... Yeah, because I know Story. I know Ferdinand is old because I remember watching like an old VHS like Ferdinand short when I was a kid. Yeah, but didn't they yes. reboot it with him? Yes, they rebooted it in 2017 with John Cena. Man, we should watch that. There's a lot of things we should watch and won't. Uh, I F Ferdinand is now on the list. That's true. We are gonna watch the Prestige though. At some point, we legally are obligated mm-hmm. to watch the Prestige. Uh, so there's that, and then the rest of the second, I think the, the second verse of this song might just be, like, my favorite, like, my favorite Fallout Boy lyricism, period. Yeah, the, the second half of verse two is my favorite in the song, and one of my favorites, mm-hmm. just, like, in general. I don't really like the, a remix of your guts, your insides, x-rayed, I don't, I don't it just know. Kinda like, it just kind of, like, plays back to the same, like, I could write it better than you ever felt it yeah. mentality, I think, like, but, I, like. I get it. I get why it's there. I don't even have a problem. It's just a little bit too much squeaky imagery for me. Oh, totally, totally, yeah. Um, but yeah, the I love you in the same way. There's a chapel in the a chapel, not a chapel. Um, <laughs> a chapel in a hospital. One foot in your bedroom and one foot out the door. And then sometimes we take chances. Sometimes we take pills. I could write it better than you ever felt it. That's some like chef's kiss. Mm, good shit. Mm, mm, mm. That's a more. 
<laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very good. I like the annotation for this. It's like, this line is excellent because it works so well both ways. The, the bedroom there's of a, a hospital patient. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bisexual joke in there somewhere. Yeah, there is. Um, what's, the, what's the Childish Gambino lyric that's literally just, it's Pete Wentz, it goes both ways. Like, that's literally just a thing that man rapped. Joe, I don't know why you would think I knew that, but... You know, a big Childish Gambino fan. You know that I listened to, like, two rap artists ever. <laughs> That's fair. But I feel like if you're going to, like, like I feel like a lot of people who don't listen to rap probably still listen to Childish Gambino. But that's no, okay. I am the whitest person in America, and I have accepted that, unlike many of the other whitest people in America. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, like, Griffin McElroy holding up the sign of, like, I just, I don't know. I'm afraid to ask at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll have to start putting more rap on the on the playlist for the Yeah, for there's the a there's a higher odd that I will listen to it. Anyway, this song's good. Lyrics. Yeah, uh we've been <laughs> we've been off topic for a long time. Sorry. To be fair, there's not that much left. It's also another one where there's actually not that many, like literally like the number of words is not that high. I was actually surprised at how many there were when I looked it up. Like, Oh, um, see, I was shocked that there weren't more. I feel like it feels very meaty and dense, but mm. in reality, it's... I it, think it's just the, the chorus does so much with so little, and it mm-hmm. happens four times. Yeah, also that bridge is just, like, a good way to close it out in a way that I yeah. feel like feels longer than a straight-up ending. Yeah, the, the Patrick singing the Hallelujah uh, refrain is extremely good. Um, it does like that back third is like just good. Like it just kind of like nails the landing. So hum hallelujah just off the key of reason. Uh, I thought I loved you, but it was just how you looked in the light. I love that line, too. Such a good lyric. Joe, I just realized, I think this is the first time that both of us have just been, like, purely on our bullshit at the same time. On this podcast. On this podcast, specifically. Obviously, that has happened many times before in our our personal lives, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, yeah, and, uh, a, a teenage vow in a parking lot. Till tonight, do us part. I sing the blues. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. No, God Patrick, pa- Patrick sings, I sing the blues and swallow them too. Um, I don't think I ever realized that that was the lyric until today. Um, oh. and then, and then, uh, so all of the annotations here kind of break apart what the chorus is like, assumably referring to. It seems like from from what I'm reading, it doesn't seem like Pete has specifically said this song is about the time I attempted suicide so much as all of it lines up with this. Yeah, it's like a very, very easy uh, Where's Waldo on Mm. that one. 
Uh, yeah, if I'm just reading this quote, that is, um, I don't know the source of it because it's just on Genius now. But please sponsor Pete, us. We haven't said please, it yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, please, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> Pete said, I got in my car. I remember I was listening to Jeff Buckley doing Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah and sat there and took a bunch of Ativan in a Best Buy parking lot. And that's the, that's the end of the quote. But I mean, between the hum hallelujah, uh, the refrain of hallelujah, and something that I just put together because of the annotation for the lyric, I sing the blues and swallow them too, Ativan being little blue pills. Yeah, I never knew what pills they were, but I did know they were pills because they've... I've definitely heard of, like, multiple different pills being referred to as blue, and I was like, well, I'm pretty sure that this person was not just, like, dosing on Viagra, so... You never know. I, You're right, I don't, but I was willing to make the leap here. Mm-hmm. Also, Teenage Vow in a parking lot, paired with Best Buy parking lot. Yes, yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say Teenage Vow in a parking lot part paired with Till Tonight do his part, and I thought you were just going to say Big Mood again. I mean that too, but there's so many big moods in this song, Joe. Yeah. Um. In, in that context, I think the I think some of these annotations pointed out too, because I don't remember now. But because uh, I think it's like um the you that is being referred to in the course could be like his like the the concept of suicider. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I thought I loved you, but it was just how you looked in the light, and it's like, oh yeah, it was just a, an extremely bad point that things got better after. Um, yeah, I think there's a there's a plethora of readings there. I feel that all have some some validity to them. Yeah, and I think like I think if you didn't know any of this backstory, which I mean, obviously, I didn't for a very long time. Like the majority of my uh, experience with listening to the song, I think like that that patented Pete Wentz vagueness that talks about concepts in personified ways. It just kind of like can be listened to in just kind of a a fallout boy song like that yep this is a fallout boy song they're just talking about uh weird relationships and stuff i always took it as like yeah like a re- like a relationship song and like of being like kind of shitty of like oh i thought i loved you and like implied said mm-hmm. as much but which, which yeah it's just like yeah a teenage vow like that's yeah well, like that's and then too <laughs> i a teenager didn't is weird yeah well and like because i did know that i sing the blues and swallow them too was the lyric and that it was referring to pills but mm-hmm. i guess i thought of it more as being like like a substance abuse to cope thing rather than like a suicide sure. thing yeah and that's the thing i think that it's it's flexible in that way if mm-hmm. in, as far as interpretation is uh c- concerned yeah but yeah there's a there's a couple good standouts in the first verse too that we've we've sort of sort of worked backwards uh today patrick's delivery of the you're someone who knows someone who knows someone i once knew is just like really satisfying to listen to mm-hmm. uh in the same way that uh i will i will bring up on another fallout boy song whenever we roll it but uh and i just want to be a part of this and then another one of my favorite fallout boy lyrics uh the road to my the road outside my house is paved with good intentions hired a construction crew because it's hell on the engine i do love that line a lot mm-hmm like a this, lot, a lot. Th- this song and i think uh like don't you know who i think i am and like fame fame less than infamy like there's so like i hate to be like oh yeah infinite high is the peak but like it kind of it is it, <laughs> it is kind of it is, is sometimes They're not not to say like everything after it is is bad or not as good it's just like there is so much of their best condensed in this exact moment in time i may or may not be saying that but i probably still <laughs> 
I probably would still say Folly Adu I like more, but I haven't sat down and listened to them front to back in a long time. I pretty much listen to Fall Out Boy for the show right now. But, Same. But I mean, it's, I enjoy it most of the time. Yeah. I just like, I love this record so, so much that yeah. like, it, it's definitely, I think I've said this on the show before, but it's definitely my favorite out of all of the ones that I've listened to completely. I, I think across the board, I've gone, I've bounced between this and Folly Adu and Take This to Your Grave. And I think... I feel like the thing is, like, Take This to Your Grave is, like, one favorite, and then Folly Do is another favorite that just, like, are so vastly different, it's hard to compare them. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Folly Do and Infinity and High do feel close enough that I'm like, ah, I feel like I can't say they're both true. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the thing with Folly Do for me is, like, the, the tonal aesthetic of it. I feel really pretentious saying that. But yeah, just like the tones of the two albums, like, I think Infinity on High just works better for me on top of, like, yeah. having wormed its way into my heart at a very formative time in my life absolutely yeah but yeah just like the the themes and tone of folly do work less for me not that they don't work they just Mm -hmm. they don't hit that good like sweet spot in my brain the same way that's fair i think uh i think both both records do it for me it's just like i go back and forth between like what i'm i'm like in the mood to say is like better or my favorite I don't know if there's much else to say about this song specifically, though. No, I don't. I don't really have anything else. The song fucking whips, and it's good. Yeah, yeah. It 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 uh it, it shreds, it chugs, it it's in like incredibly well written and like poignant about what it's about, and has a lot of different interpretations in, in, in that flexible way. Everybody kills it uh, in their performances, and uh, there's no video video to talk about. So I think I think that's it. I think we yeah. Uh, I don't really thought about that today when I when when you reminded me what the song was and I was like, there's no way this song has a video, right? Like there's just I was like, this just can't. It I'm kind of surprised it like like the the thing about Infinity on High is that there's a lot of songs and I'm surprised there aren't videos for because there's so many bangers on the record that like uh the the singles are like this ain't a scene, uh takeovers breaks over and I'm like a lawyer, which are tracks two, three, and four. And, like, also, I'm kind of... Oh, and thanks for the memories. I th- definitely. Oh, uh, it's just track seven. Um, but being like, oh, yeah, Hum Hallelujah, Carpal Tunnel, Bang the Doldrums, there's a lot of songs that, like, by virtue of proximity, feel underrated. Mm-hmm. We can, we can talk about this uh, when we actually roll Carpal Tunnel, but there is a video, uh, not of the song officially, if but I, there if is I remember, a video... If I remember correctly, I think we're going to have a guest for that one. So. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, there's a video that will forever be stuck in my head associated with that song. I hope it's an AMV. And it's not. Um, It's worse. It's much worse. (laughs) Oh, no. But I'll leave you in suspense for now. Well, uh, we kind of planned this recording session last minute, so I don't have a pairing. um, But there will be something on the playlist that I'll come up with between now and the day this comes out. So the, the link to the Spotify playlist is in the show notes. It's just every week I pair a non-Fallout Boy song with uh, the Fallout Boy song of the week. I think that's I think that's all of the program that there is to to do to present to the to the good people uh, outside of of plugging ourselves and our other things. So Caitlin, yes, Joe, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> You can find me on the internet at CG and 8Rs on Twitter. And from there, you can find pretty much all the other shit I do in my pinned tweet. Fuck yeah. 
you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe. I almost said the Travis W. <laughs> <laughs> you just I don't steal know why. wheels is at. I don't know why. It just was <laughs> you what just impersonate in my head. them. Uh, my Twitter is Ghost of Joe. Ghost of J O. Um, I make a, a bunch of podcasts. I'm thinking about probably doing a pin tweet. I'm just like, as soon as I do, I'm going to have to change it for something else. I just know it deep in my bones. Uh, right now, my pinned tweet is just uh, a link to the Orange Groves podcast network that this show is on and a bunch of other shows that I make. And some pe- other people uh, also make shows there that I'm not on, such as, I don't know, casual wrestling fan podcast. I was going to say mm-hmm. fan cast, but I think it's technically fan podcast. I don't. I think of CWFP is what I think of. Um, that's on there. Uh, so yeah, go to theorangegroves.com, check out some stuff. Um, there's a link to the Patreon if you want to support the network, uh, helps, helps, uh, me host other people's shows for them and, uh, more people as time continues to march forward, patreon, patreon.com slash theorangegroves. Um, if you want to hear stuff that gets cut out of this show, um, there's currently, I think three, uh, little things like, just like lost tapes. Yeah, they're called Lost Tapes. They're called something different for every show, but uh, just like stuff that um, sometimes pre-recording, sometimes post-recording. There's a, a the most recent one is um, a lot of us talking about the Kids Bop version of uh, Evanescence's Bring Me to Life. Because <laughs> we just talked about it for a very long time. <laughs> I was like, well, this isn't on topic. There's probably a lot of things from this episode that are going to be uh, in the next one. Uh been recording for almost 40 minutes and this episode is going to be like 25 somehow <laughs> <laughs> uh but i do think that is that is it you can you can rate and review us on itunes if you want to be nice to us you can tweet about the show using hashtag fob cast uh caitlin yes joe is this more than you bargained for yet no i pretty much knew where i was gonna be on this one yeah that's just <laughs> pretty on high i think you know what you're getting into every time pretty much all right. We will see you next week with a song that I'm not sure I've ever listened to before. I definitely haven't. <laughs> okay, great. Here for a good one. Bye. Hello and welcome to Bed Bath and Bionicle, a show where I call Joe my friend Hi. at 7 a.m. my time and talk to them about the wonderful world of Bionicle. Let's mm-hmm. go through a quick quiz, Joe. Mm. Um, tell me any member of the Toamata. Uh, is that the first one? It's the first one. Uh, Kopaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <coughs> potato. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's two. Taco Nuva. You can find more of this riveting information over at Bed Bath and Bionicle Nirvana. on your local podcast app. That's not. It's a band. <laughs> Eric, every Monday, check us out. I'm so sleepy. <laughs>